This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I mean, you know how this week is Halloween? Yeah. I need to come up with a very specific spell to help parents. Okay, is this anything to do? I know you're into crystals and witchcraft and stuff like that. Is this yeah. going to be? We're not doing a Ouija board. No, just a spell. What? It's, yeah, not a séance. No Ouija boards. But um, I don't think you should ever do anything you can't spell. Um, but I, I was having a moment today, and it's like the fifth time this week, and I thought, right, I need to come up with some sort of spell. There must be one online somewhere to put a curse on the absolute bastards that park in a parent and toddler parking space but don't have a child in the car. Even a child's car seat doesn't cut it. If you've not got your child with you, get out of my space. Jenny, the other day, I almost went like, weird about it and waited because there wasn't a spare one and I saw a car and I saw a guy walk away from a car and I couldn't see a kid and I almost waited for his entire shop just to see and I just thought you can't be this person you cannot be this but go into park in a regular space and let it go but part of me was like I'm gonna wait I'm gonna wait and see where his child is because I didn't see a child I did not see a child um well you know that I had that moment the other week where I actually had an altercation with a guy you did, did you that? was that when when you were no it wasn't when you were pregnant because you didn't realize did you no. when you were pregnant that you could use them no 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 this was when eden was like two months old and he was basically i can't remember sorry if i've already told this no he was this guy was pulled in and he was about to get out and i and i just put the window down and went no nah, i'm not having it. it was the only space left i went have you got a child with you and he went <laughs> he looked around and he went well no and i went well i've got a two-month-old baby a newborn baby in the back and he just went, oh, for fuck's sake. And had a go at me. <laughs> and then I could, and I was just like, I'll take it, babes, because you're doing, stop projecting. Yeah. You're in the wrong. You're an angry male without a child. Get out that fucking space. Sorry to be so, um, that language. But the, re- <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, is what they don't understand, a lot of these childless men, any of these, ch- is that you need that space not because you're near the front of the of the of Tesco or whatever. You need it because you have to get all your paraphernalia out of the car, your child and your prams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, I just went Red Ross then. I just lost it. No, I, it, I, it rages well, me. 
You, Amy, both dropping the F-bomb just must mean you're angry because you hardly ever do. But you're right. And I never realised it, obviously, until I had a kid. I don't think you would. But I also never parked there until I had a kid. And it's also a safety thing. When you're like, especially when you're on your own and you've got doors open and the baby in the pram and you just need space for cars to go around. You need, it's just so wrong of someone that doesn't have it and they don't have enough parent and child spaces in my opinion so if you don't have one cough go away i I wish i could swing everything out of a tight little gap i can't do you know what and it's the same with a disabled spot like i'd never park in a disabled spot because i'm not a complete cretin um but people will do that and it's just a complete lack of well it's an arrogance isn't it and it's a kind of well i'm better than everyone else therefore i i'm entitled it's an entitlement thing yeah um i know someone who used to just park wherever they wanted and they were very entitled and i just thought mm, you're a bad you're just a bad person so it's fine. yeah on on you more on you but yeah. yeah i just think always pull them up on it because honestly jenny there's nothing more beautiful than going where is your child where is your invisible <laughs> child because like they there's nothing they can do yeah you know? um, well t- today at morrison's I had that moment after seeing a few and not saying anything. A lady got, I mean, I'd had to wait for a space and one came available, so I went in. But as I was getting bare out, a lady got in her car next to me in another space. No no kid, no no, no sign of a kid or anything. And I just went, oh, what? And she looked at me and went, what? And I went, you haven't got a kid. And she was like, no what what and I was like you're in a kid's space you ain't got a kid she was like oh yeah oh oh whoops and I was like whoops <laughs> but I didn't know what to say and maybe we need to come up with something say, say whoops to a new mum who's tired <laughs> and I laughed at her like friendly like oh whoops and I, I should have to thought I hate you why was I kind and maybe we need you know how we came up with the fuck off to people that give well, us maybe you needed to do that maybe you needed yeah. to do the F-bomb I know it's, a great, it's aggressive though it's, it can be tough you, you know, the whole F-bomb advice we gave up before, you know, you don't want confrontation when you've got a ch- tiny baby with you, really. Let's be honest, do you? Um, but, you know, it's a bit like I had another incident in the park the other week. I can't remember if I mentioned this a woman. It was a bit older and she said she was actually very lovely at first. Turns out she had five children. Um, and she said, so do you think you'll have another one? Which I know people don't like that question. It doesn't bother me. I, I just said I don't know, yeah. to be honest. I don't. At this point, I can't imagine it. But um, she, I said, I might just have, you know, no, I might just stick with the one. And she went, oh, that's a shame. Now, that annoys me. That's <laughs> a shame. What oh, no. is a shame? What, that this child is going to have a, a life full of love and a roof over her head and food and everything that she needs. Why is that a shame? I then said, so I didn't know what to say. And I went, <sighs> again, you think of everything later. And I actually said to her, I said, well, do you know what? sometimes siblings don't get on with each other so it doesn't really matter and she went that's a good point all my kids hate each other <laughs> there you go so oh my goodness oh, wow so, hey welcome to two new mums um started on a <laughs> on a bit of a ranty we got it out of systems though oh also you, yeah if anyone knows me. the correct crystals essential oils um the plants whatever to put in a potion to put a curse on these people let me know yeah we'll do that um i mean speaking of curses it is halloween as we speak obviously um probably won't be by the time you listen to this but um yeah how did your uh did your fan how did your fancy dress idea go you wanted to touch on that yeah so i really wanted to do dress the dogs as bear and dress bear as the dogs um 
and it, we tried it for 30 seconds and we looked at each other and we said, this isn't fair. No one was enjoying themselves, so we didn't do that. So um, all we've done is my auntie bought um, Bear some little pyjamas that are like pumpkin pyjamas. And last year, my pregnancy reveal, he was, I had a pumpkin on my dress where the bump was. So he was a pumpkin last year. So I thought, we'll just carry on the pumpkin thing. So I just took some cute pumpkin pics um, and that's, that's as fun. far as we've got. And, and it's funny because me and Jenny were sharing like images of uh, babies on Instagram. And, you know, I was good. So I dressed as Morticia a little bit and I was going to do Eden as the little baby from the Adams family. But I thought <laughs> I'm going to have to draw a moustache on with yeah. eyeliner. And I just thought I can't put eyeliner on a baby, which I said in the last episode. Obviously, I didn't. I just put her in a little bat onesie and she got a skeleton onesie. Fine. But there are a lot of things, a few things on Instagram where we thought they were quite funny. And then you go. Like there was a baby that you sent me a picture of that had been, was sitting in an empty pumpkin. And it yeah. was just a bit like, oh, quite funny at first, but I'm not doing that to my child. Like, yeah, there's certain things. It's a bit like with a dog, you know, I bought Peggy some bat wings one year and she, she wouldn't walk. She wouldn't move. She hated them so much. So they went in the yeah. bin and I never put anything on her yet. She doesn't like it. So I yeah. do think there is, you know, it's nice <laughs> getting a lovely, cute picture, but don't, just don't humiliate your child or hurt them or anyway, yeah. you know, or anything that's too much for the gram. I think yeah. there's a line, isn't there? It isn't worth it. It's just They're not. Tiny I, babies. And uh, do you know, they do look lovely in a pumpkin, but I've seen a few of them. And yeah, I sent you one because I was just like, is that not cold on their little tiny bums? Because I yeah. just scooped out a pumpkin yeah. to actually like make one. And... It's pretty gross in there. I wouldn't want to sit my bare ass in a pumpkin, so I'm not going to sit Bear's bare ass no, in no. a pumpkin. It's a bit um, odd. Yeah, so yeah. And, and I did send you, I saw a friend on Facebook, I hope they don't listen, um, they'd done the baby from the Adams Family and drawn the moustache on and I sent you that to say, someone's done it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, fine, but I just... It's like carrot currently stains Eden's skin. So I'm not going to put yeah. black eye, coll eyeliner, which I struggle to get off with eye makeup remover. So anyway, <laughs> I hope they did it okay. I hope they got it off. But um, but you have got one, gone one step further and actually permanently decorated yourself. If you'd like oh, to, yeah. let's see, let's see your hand. Let's see. Oh, oh there it's, it is. It's, it's ever so dark right now because it's oh, fresh. But look great. at that. That fresh. looks great. Hold so on Jenny, Jenny has bear tattooed on her fingers. Um, I went, I've always wanted a knuckle tattoo. I just yeah, think they're cool. so badass and cool. And I wanted forever when I was younger, like doll face, like doll on the right. And I'm so glad I didn't and I've waited and now I just mean? have... Like doll I just face. like, hey, doll face. I just like it. Oh. I think it's cute. But, <laughs> you'd have to explain that so much, wouldn't you? Uh, yeah. And then you'd have to do that impression and it'd get so annoying. Yeah, so now it just says bear. I've got no room on my right knuckles because they're already tattooed. But yeah, my um, left says bear. Um, and yeah, I love it so much. The only other thing is we were discussing like if we ever did have a second child. This was going to um, be my first question, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so if you look at my hand, there's the, the knuckles beneath, but one of the fingers is already taken up. So it, it leaves room for three letters. So now, basically, if we ever have a second child, <laughs> their name needs to be three letters and no more. Because right. that's that's then that's what we... And we actually have a name ready. So... Oh, my God. What? Yeah. Girl or boy? We've got two three-letter names that we like and they're, they're, they would work for a boy or a girl. Both of them are quite neutral. Um so Amazing. yeah, so we're ready. So Have I feel you got better. Have to tell us, Jenny, or is that no? <laughs> Absolutely not. 
absolutely fucking not <laughs> but yeah wow. i really like it and i and i you know if bear gets to school and doesn't know how to spell his name before anyone else after seeing them on mummy's hands yeah, you know but but i keep saying to him but yeah i was doing a bit of the phonetics the other day i run through the is it phonetics phonics whatever it is i don't know yeah baby alpha because what i realized is there's baby a to z z a to z a to z a to z but there's not baby one to ten right numbers no, be- numbers yes because you're saying it like buh because it, that's the sound it makes as you sound it in a word why can't you just go straight in with b i don't know no oh, we'll have to get the next part on. <laughs> um <laughs> and i like how is your uh teething going not yours personally although you've still got oh. baby teeth haven't you but i have um it's I think we're in the worst of it, if I'm honest. Um, uh, it's been bad. It's been progressively bad. I think for a while, and we've maybe it hasn't been teething and we've been putting it down to teething, but now he's got two through at the bottom and I think oh. the top two are coming through. The ones at the bottom are like through through. They're like actual teeth. It's so cute. We're brushing them now, which he hates. Um, that's the hardest. That's the most impossible task. That's that's harder than cutting their nails is brushing oh, their no. teeth. Yeah. Um, and here's a th- fun fact. With um, cleft babies, they are born with less fluoride than a non-cleft baby. So we have to brush his teeth with adult toothpaste, which is really severe for a baby. It's quite strong. Yeah. So he's That's, like, yeah. it just blows a raspberry when we try. But um, yeah, he's really, really clingy. He's really, really agitated um, and his sleep, I think, has been disrupted. So I'm just hoping we're in the worst of it so we can only think it's going to get better from here because, God, it does affect them, doesn't it? How's Eden? Yeah, uh, I mean, we've had... It's really odd because we've had an absolute shocker of a week, but we've had also... Like today, she was just touch wood, absolutely wonderful. Like, you know, just like dream baby. And she was like that... She was like that on Saturday as well. And then Sunday was... Re- so what happened was... Yeah, teething was bad at the beginning of last week. But I'm finding with teething, you have a really bad day. And then the next day, it's because it, it's coming through progressively, isn't it? So I guess there's days when it's not as bad as others. So yeah. I'm finding it a bit on and off. But yeah, generally all, all what you were just saying. But then basically, I... Um, I started feeling a bit poorly on Wednesday last week, bit of a sick bug. I wasn't actually sick, but you know, when you just feel like, oh my God, like the aches, like your whole body aches, like fluey and just felt, I had to go and lie down. And obviously we're a bit man down because of Kenny's still recovering from his knee operation. So he's not very mobile. So I had to like take, he had her for a bit, but then I had to take her and just get into bed at like four in the afternoon. And just luckily she'll just gurgle next to me or whatever. And that was okay. But I did just think, but it was hard. Like being poorly with a baby is oh my God, a shock. And I hadn't even thought about it. And then the worst thing happened. I walked, she went back to Kenny, was with him for a bit. And then I walked downstairs. And as I walked into the lounge, he looked at me and he went, don't panic, but she's really sick. And he was holding her over and she was projectile vomiting. Like I've never seen anyone do. And like, it was full on. And like a little face was bright red. It was, oh my God, it was horrendous. And, um, 
I was like, oh my God, okay, I'm keeping calm. Uh, basically, I was like, well, she's picked up my bug. But then she went on to do that projectile like several times. And I mean, Jenny, she'd be sat on my lap and she would be upright and it would come out and it would, I'm not joking, it would go like two foot. I've never seen anything what? like it. Yeah, like full on projectile. And I was like, oh my God. And I was really Whoa. worried about her. And then put her in bed with me that night because I was just, I barely slept. I just basically watched her because I was really worried about being sick in the night. And she was. Yeah. Went oh. to the doctor um, and they checked her over and they were like, look, she's got gastroenteritis or whatever. It's like a bug, basically. Oh. And, um, yeah, she'll be okay. Like, they check all her stuff. The thing you've got to be careful with is dehydration because obviously if she keeps oh being sick gosh, after. Yeah. Anyway, the next night, so I kept an eye on her. She's sick again. And in the morning, she woke up and her nappy was dry. So she, and like normally, you know, it's mega heavy and after yeah. a night because she's done loads of wheeze, it was completely dry and that really panicked me. Oh. So I thought that's not good. So went to the doctor again, because she'd said to, she was like, if she vomits more. Anyway, they then sent me to the hospital to monitor her, which oh my was, gosh. yeah, I mean, by that point, luckily she was actually, she hadn't been sick for a few hours. So I was kind of thinking, I think she might be on the mend. By the time we got to hospital, she was obviously absolutely fine. Um, but they checked her over and they just gave me the advice and they did all the, you know, they check her um, levels, blood, everything like that. So that was good. Yeah. But it was horrible. And like being on a children's ward just it was oh. the worst thing I've ever experienced. And I'm so, I'm so like grateful, one, to the staff that do deal with that. And I just felt so sorry for the parents in there and the poorly babies. It was making me cry. I was just welling yeah. up like the kids screaming. It was... It just puts it all in perspective, doesn't it? And you you just drop everything and suddenly I'm like, God, please be okay. Like, whatever's yeah. wrong, can we just... Oh, it was just, yeah, it was a real sobering moment. And that was over the course of two days, like, all that sick hospital. Oh, my gosh. And she was okay. And the next day she was absolutely fine. We had the loveliest day. And then it came back, like, a day later, which was really weird. Oh. Um, And I still don't really know what that was, but touch would today's been okay so it's just kind of but then I felt a bit ill again it was like we were totally fine and then it sort of snuck oh. back in so I don't know did, what's going on but there's a lot of stuff going around at the moment did you have to with all that um because that's awful enough that's horrendous just going to the hospital with your child yeah but um and seeing them in pain and suffering oh but did you have to also change feeding could you be weaning did you have advice no, on that well, well, yeah, the advice, because obviously we have been weaning. So this was the thing they were trying to rule out any allergies to certain foods because we have been weaning. I thought she didn't like banana because it was she didn't enjoy eating banana and then she was a bit sick after that. But um, we they no, they ruled that out in the end because the weaning had been quite a few couple of days. We'd, we'd obviously stopped weaning her when she's been sick. Um, the advice they said to me, because we'd even started giving her a bit of water, you know, like boiled but cooled water, and they said, no, just, well, for me, the bre that advice was just breast milk, just because, oh. which I was quite, it's quite weird because obviously I was quite poorly and they were like, no, but that she needs your antibodies. The breast milk will develop antibodies to make her better. So it doesn't seem right. seems counterproductive, but actually that's all she needs. So stop weaning. So she's not had any food for a few days. She's just been on breast milk. I've that's not even given her formula, but formula would be fine as well. I think it would be the same advice. You'd obviously need to check, but I think it would just be stick to milk. Um, wow. which is what we've done and just trying to get her back to how she was. And it was, um, yeah, it's been, yeah, it's just scary because in the middle of, like one night in the middle of the night, she was fast asleep and she projectile vomited on me in the bed while asleep. 
and that scared the crap out of me because I just thought what if I haven't luckily I was awake I was barely sleeping anyway oh Oh, it's it's just horrible and you just think oh like oh I just only ever want to be healthy that's all that matters it's just like just a small little sick bug but it oh yeah it gives you a jolt it is um it is the worst feeling in the world you can't even describe it it's well, just I just kept thinking about you being in hospital with Bear and what he had to go through and I, was, I shuddered like I just don't know yeah but do you yeah. know with that it was perspective again like um you say you went in the ward and you saw the poorly babies we were on a ward um and it wasn't just cleft babies because cleft babies aren't poorly babies so yeah we were with actual poorly babies and um because it was he was having his lip repaired it was there was a lot of um burns and stuff like that as well and it was just it was horrific and we just sat and had like a bit of a moment of gratitude um because it's just it's just awful but um it's not gonna stop that (laughs) that's the thing it's like you telling me that i remember when you text me and said she'd projectile and i've heard about this projectile vomit and it's like you can sit there and go i'm glad mine isn't but you know one day bear will be and i'll be texting you go bear's projectile so it's just that's it now isn't it we're we're in this and that's yeah the feeling well i said this to um another mum friend the other day i was just said you know generally i don't you know i did in the first few weeks walk around worrying am i gonna drop her am i gonna you know what's gonna and then you sort of now i'm sort of just you know used to it a bit so i don't i don't walk around worrying every day i'm not but since that happened it did set off a few worries and suddenly suddenly i just think what if this happens and what you know it suddenly makes you realize well she can get ill and she's going to get ill and she's going to be sick again and there's going to be she's going to bang her head she's going to do all these things that are going to absolutely like cripple us but you've got to I, i mean what can you do other than just be as strong as you can but it's um yeah, they said just, with oh. Bears, because Bears got a small scar where he had his repair and um, it, it's likely it will heal and there won't be much of a scar, but there, there can be. Everyone's skin's different. And they were like, but do you know what? I know it's awful because he's a tiny baby, but most kids will get a scar on their face from something. And it's like, oh gosh, that doesn't make me feel better. Don't tell me that. On the allergy thing that you just mentioned, that's quite terrifying. We've had that this week because Bears had this big rash on his tummy um, and he has baby eczema. Um, I've got really, really sensitive skin and unfortunately, bless him, he's got mine. And um, so this rash started spreading across his tummy and he was using the eczema cream, wasn't working. And then he got a cough with it too. So we had to go to the doctor. Turns out that the doctor says it's just a viral thing and it will go away on its own and they get viral stuff all the time. And a cough and a rash is quite common for a viral um, thing. So we're just sort of keeping him warm and happy. He's just a bit groggy, blessing with his teething as well. But at the doctor's we asked because I'm terrified to give him certain foods because I'm very allergic to apples and pears and it's like it's anaphylactic so my really Christ yes so my face and tongue and throat will swell and that's a seed allergy and like a peanut allergy is apparently also a seed allergy Mm. um and when I was pregnant with bear I was allergic to peanuts and got an anaphylactic reaction and they say if you have that when you're pregnant it could mean that your baby could have a similar um allergy so I'm terrified to give him apple or Mm. peanuts and the doctor 
I asked, because I've heard some people say, give them it nice and early, because then you'll know. And the doctor was like, if if you were allergic when you were pregnant and you have an allergy anyway, um, wait till he's like one, try and keep peanuts out until he's like one. And then he said, and this is just one doctor. So he said, put it on his skin first. And if he gets a bit of a reaction, then maybe assess but if he doesn't then put it sort of around his gums see if he gets mm. a reaction and if he doesn't then give him a small bit but mixed with something else so like a bit of peanut butter with banana or something like that yeah and it's and but that's terrifying and they, they he even said he was like um maybe if you're really worried do it like with a doctor and christian was like oh maybe we'll just drive to the hospital and do it in the hospital car park and the doctor was Gosh, like yeah. well well, yeah, do that. Yeah, I had that in my head. I was thinking that for you. I was like, how do you test that? That's really, because it's scary. Yeah. But I would actually do that. Why not? Yeah, I, th- I think that's what we will. But that's how yeah. real it is. And um, it's, yeah, it's it's just so, <laughs> all of it is just so scary. Like weaning's uh. so fun and so fantastic. But then at the same time, everything you're like, is it okay? You, you like pause, don't you? Well, okay, do you know what? This It's kind of been nice just to go straight back to basics and just to breast milk. Yeah. Cause I'm just like, I know where I stand with that. I know you're okay with that. I don't know. Yeah. It just feels a bit like, oh, those first few safe months. I don't know. I don't want to, like now she's really on the go. She's really almost almost crawling she just gets she's getting all over the place and I just think something's gonna happen do you know what I mean like I woke up the other morning she's crawling out of a snooze pod she can't go in that and I need to get she's literally up on the side of it oh my gosh so I put her in bed with me but I have to make such a like harsh barricade now because she just rolls really like intensely to the other side of the bed yeah I've got to get her in a cot real quick but it's just like with all these things like that happening and you say all these new hurdles you just I've got. Tr- you've got to try and turn the anxiety off and just yeah, go back to it being fun. But I think when you've yes. had a little scare, because otherwise you drive yourself mad. You will drive yourself mad. Like the things that can go wrong. Like you can't even think about. Definitely, it. definitely. Um, um, yeah. Bear in his bed now because he's in his car. I woke up in the middle. I mean, I still wake up like every hour, and I have the baby monitor in front of me. So it's obvious he's not in the bed next to me anymore, but he's still right next to me, and I'm still waking up every hour checking. And I woke up and I was like, whoa. And he just turned all the way around and was upside down in his bed. And it's like, what's oh, happening when I'm sleeping? I, I don't like it. I know, it's Old weird, isn't still. it? Yeah. yeah. I, I still wake up and I'll just touch her and check she's breathing. Just I don't know if yeah. that's going to go away. Ever. I know. <laughs> Do you just look at that? I look on the baby monitor as well and I can see his chest lifting and dropping. But I'll be staring at it like a mad woman. Just yeah. wait for the lift. Oh, there we go. That's oh. good. Oh, so much fun I had. So this week, so you're back to, I mean, I'm going to say we're both back to work full time, but I want to be quite clear on this because um, I don't want people to think, oh my God, six months in, you're both back at work we do have quite unique scenarios with our radio shows that we are able to do them from home a lot yes. of the time. Um, so I don't want people, and, and also a radio show is a few hours. It's not a nine to five job. So yeah, um, just want to be really clear on that because I would be freaking out if I knew people. Yeah. So, but, but we are, you know, both t- trying to, so I don't think we can say full time, but 
Um, yeah. But we're both sort of back to regular shifts, which is is quite a different, um, yeah, quite a different setup. And I've got to say, I mean, if you are able to work from home, you're able to, to do it in this way. It is really nice yeah. to have that balance. But me and Kenny have started doing something, which we started last night, which is actually really good. Because he is my childcare now, I, I, we're just going to manage for the two of us until maybe she's in nursery next year or whatever. I can't. I can't yeah, I can't yeah. Face anything else? Um, yeah. So um, what we do is we sit down together on Sunday night when we do our scheduling, um, <gasps> which I always thought would be awful, but actually, I it's really good because it's given such structure to our day. So it's like, <laughs> right, what time? Okay, I'll basically it's just me scheduling when I'm going to record the podcast, when I'm going to do my show, when I've got meetings, when he has, and we just structure it in, and it's quite. It's quite nice because you're like, oh, in half an hour I've got that. And the only yes. thing, the only point where it went a bit wrong was today I had something scheduled at 3 p.m. and she was fast asleep and on me and I said, I'm not waking her. So we had to push mm. that back an hour and a half. But apart from that, yeah, yeah. how are you How are you feeling now? You're in more of a, you're, you've, you're getting into a more regular routine. Well, I think I'm just going to steal that idea completely because we've kind of said, going into this week, I said to Christian, I'm kind of back on the same amount of shows I was before I had Bear. And I had a bit of anxiety about it. And um, he's so busy as well. And I was just like, I kind of said to him, I feel like because you've gone back full, obviously he's been full-time work and he does like a nine to five kind of thing. Um, And I've been dipping in and out with shows. I've felt like I've made Christian's work the priority because I've just been doing a bit and then... um, with bear and i said to him that that's got to change now i can't feel like your work is the most important and then mine has to squeeze in because Mm -hmm. that was giving me anxiety and he was so good about it he was like yeah no you're absolutely right this is you know both our jobs are as important and we've got to make it work um so it's kind of been a bit winging it so far where I'm like, right, I need to go do this. Are you okay? You like, do you have a call or can you do your emails while you sit next to Bear in a jumper in his yeah. jumper roof for the next hour kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. And it's been working and Christian's so brilliant and understanding. Um, but I'm, I feel like what you've just said, and I never thought I would say this, but that sounds lovely. Just kind of knowing and having a bit of structure sounds really nice. Well, it's better than me going, right, I'm ready. I'm going to go and do the podcast now. Can you, you know, we weren't really conferring before. I was just like, you're right to have her for an hour here. Whereas now, and he's very good with a schedule and he's the same. He's like mega busy at the moment and he does work from home and there will be days he's in London, but even then will schedule the time for when he gets back from London or even <laughs> yeah. before he goes into the office. You know, and it's, yeah, and it sometimes you think, oh God, it's like a bit dull having that structure. But no, it's not. It makes your life easier. And mm-hmm. actually, yeah, it's quite nice to just sort of have a bit of a, it's like tomorrow I've got like a baby class, Eden's first baby class. I've not been to them yet. <gasps> I've got like her first baby class at like 11 and then we come home, then we have a bit of lunch and then I'm going to do work for a couple of hours. And then, you know, and it's just kind of, yeah, it's nice actually. Instead of just thinking your whole day is just doing, you know, because when those sort of month, not the f- the first couple of months, you you know, you need to be a bit housebound really. But when you start doing stuff with your baby, I'd sometimes have days where I'd be like, you know, when I wasn't working at all, where it'd be a bit like, okay, so we've been out for a coffee, we've been for a walk. Now we're what are we going to do? For, what am I just going to watch telly for a couple of hours with her? Like I don't know. I felt a little bit. Um, 
I think you make the most yeah a little bit a little bit like yeah. I don't really know what to do now like this is because I'm normally I think like you like mega busy and going places yeah and, you know luckily I, I love being at home I absolutely love it so I'm not I don't feel trapped or anything like that yeah. um I like it but uh yeah it's a good it's a it's a good way to do it so we'll give it a go and see how you go I never thought I'd be this person offering like, organizational advice so I do a big shop now. What the heck? I we used yeah, to have to, don't we? Yeah, we just every night. What are we gonna have? Nip, nip round the corner, pick it. Now it's like, what's in date in the fridge? Where are those people? When yeah. did this happen? It's I know, crazy. and you, you suddenly realise you can't do your big shop at Waitrose anymore. That's oh, cost no. anything. See you later. Oh, Tesco every time. Although, although. We we I have done a couple at Marks and Spencer's. They do very nice vegan meals. Oh, you can't so be I know, I know. I have been doing a bit of M and S, and mixed it up. Went to Sano's. Um, more expensive than M and S, and I feel like I bought the same amount of stuff. I was that's not human. Yeah, I was no, yeah, human. Yeah, it's not. It's not the same. Um, yeah. But something. Just going back to the work thing, I did notice there was a march this weekend. I really wanted to go on. There's an Instagram account called Pregnant Then Screwed, which you might. I don't know if you've heard of it. Yeah, she's brilliant, and she's really been highlighting the the issues that women have. I know we touched on this on the childcare episode with Emily before, but you know, if you have a nine to five job and you're you, you're going back to work, you know, when the baby's a year old and they're going in Monday to Friday, like it's not even. Ju- I mean, the cost alone is staggering, but mm-hmm. the, for me, it would be the emotional. I think I'd have to rethink my career personally, yeah. just because I just couldn't get my head around leaving them for that long I mean it's oh, look, it's hard to say it's six months and that's not a judgy thing that is just like I don't know how I would do it and I totally get yeah. why I've been chatting to people recently who told me that oh yeah my friend was she was a lawyer but then she basically retrained and set up her own business because she just couldn't do those kind of hours with kids she didn't want to yeah which is fine but it is I, I think I think the, the point of this is and it isn't you know people who go well don't have a baby then you just don't know what it's like I don't think until you've had a baby I knew that there would be sacrifices and I knew there would be I was happy with where I was at in my career to know that, well, I'm not, you know, to, to mm-hmm. the, a baby would be a priority. But mm-hmm. I think you really don't understand the logistics and the emotions behind it until it actually happens. Um, yeah. And how you're going to manage that. And, um, you know, this March, this society isn't set up. You know, women have to have babies. You know, your male boss who's not understanding, his mum had to have a baby. And we're, we live mm-hmm. in a world now where people have to have dual incomes and women yeah. want to work. It's not a case of, oh, well, you know, you just quit your job. But it's, it, you know, it's tough. So it's just, anyway, go and follow Pregnant Then Screwed if you're, you know, feeling it. Um, because there's a lot of, they're trying to make a real difference. What was it called? Was it yeah. March March of the Mummies? March of the Mummies. One... Yeah, yeah, I wanted to go on it, but obviously Eden was projectile vomiting, so it wasn't oh. ideal. Um, <laughs> that would have been a real statement, being in central London. But, um... Could you imagine? <laughs> Lift her up in the air and get her to just vomit over everything. Well, that would be quite the statement, wouldn't it? Let's yeah. be honest. 
Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.